can only imagine what it must have been like for these first disciples. So they had followed this Jesus of Nazareth for quite some time and listened to his teachings, seen him perform miracles, and then they had to sit there and watch from a distance in fear as our Lord was crucified. The panic that set in, the, uh, the concern for what would happen in the future. All this time they had invested with this Jesus, and now he's gone. The fear and anxiety on their hearts. Again, what will the future bring? How will we continue that anxiety of what is to come? You can only imagine that fear. This was, of course, before they encountered the resurrection. Despite everything that Jesus had told them, they didn't hear it. Somehow their ears were closed as he proclaimed the Paschal mystery to them. They were there in hiding. And even in our gospel, as Mary of Magdala went to the tomb, there's no indication that she was expecting the resurrection. She was going there to pay homage to her teacher that she loved. She was there to maybe uh, do some more uh, uh, things for the ceremonial burial. But instead she saw the tomb rolled away. This fear that these disciples had, that anxiety for what the future will bring, fear, wondering where the world will be. Maybe some of you are feeling that today. Some of you have that similar, with everything going on in the world today, what are we to do? What will the future bring? How are we to live like this? Every, all these fears and anxieties resting on our hearts, and we are like the first disciples before they encountered the resurrection. But of course we know they did encounter the resurrection. They saw the risen Lord there. They placed their, their finger into his side and his hands. And they knew that he was there present. That he had indeed raised from the dead like he said that he would. And that brought them to the ends of the earth. It brought St. James to Spain. It brought Peter to Rome. It brought St. Thomas down to India to spread the good news to the ends of the earth, which has brought us here today to continue to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because they encountered the resurrection. All fears, all anxieties, all banished away in the resurrection, and they were able to be bold and without, with hope, Hope for the future. They knew what the future would bring as the future was not here on this earth. The future is there in heaven. They knew what they were aimed towards and it was not here and now, but it was towards eternity. And they could bear all things. That is what we are called to do, to have this encounter with the resurrection so that way we might dispel all those fears and anxieties for the future. To be aimed towards heaven. Because the lie can also creep in, well, these first disciples, they encountered the resurrection, they saw the risen Lord, and then clearly, like, they never dealt with persecution, or they never dealt with any sort of pain or suffering, right? Except for the 12 apostles, martyred. They were beheaded. They were crucified. They were burned and skinned. They did encounter these things, but they could bear all things. Because what does the world have to uh, offer to assault us with when we have the resurrection, when Jesus Christ has destroyed even the grave, destroyed even death itself, has no power over us when we connect ourselves to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He has gained us the full victory. What does the world have to offer that can hurt us? When we have eternity, when we have the resurrection, that is what the Lord gave us 
in his Paschal mystery. That is what we are here to celebrate today. That there is nothing in this world that can stop us because of Jesus Christ. And so I ask you now, what are those fears and anxieties for the future? What are those things that, as again, we're called to live in the resurrection? What are those things that you've left dead in the tomb that we need to bring to the resurrection? And like I said, there will be, following the resurrection, following Jesus Christ does not mean you will be without persecution, does not mean you will be without pain or without suffering. It means that you can bear all things with hope. And so what are those things that you find yourself feeling hopeless? What are those things in your life that lead you to despair? And I want you to recall those things right now because we are going to reunite them here at this Mass as we should every single Mass. We're going to unite them here to this altar so that your spiritual sacrifices might be united to the sacrifice, the one sacrifice of Jesus Christ. So we're going to pause for a moment. I want every single person in this room, what are those things that you're holding back, that you need hope, that you need our Lord to resurrect in your life that has remained dead? I'm just going to pause for that moment. I want you to bring it to mind. Make it clear in your mind. Lord Jesus Christ, we invite you to send down your Holy Spirit upon us, the Holy Spirit which you have given us as the gift of your resurrection Lord, anything which we have left dead without hope, with fears and anxieties, we ask you to resurrect now. We ask that you continue to send down your spirit upon your people to be present to them, that they may rise with you to new life, to be aimed towards eternity, to be aimed towards heaven above all things. Lord, may your people know that you are always present to them, that you have never abandoned your people, and that there is nothing to be hopeless about. Lord, you have destroyed the grave. You have destroyed death itself. May you be present to your people. May they know your love and security in all things. May they not have any fears. May they be able to trust fully in your resurrection. Lord, I ask all this in your most holy name. Amen.